What's good, everybody? This is your boy, Lawrence Green, with another A Seat at the Table podcast. I got two awesome guests with me today. I'm so excited. Two phenomenal women of God. So anointed, so awesome. Y'all already know one. You already know Michelle Nemo. Say what's good to the people who say and uh, this is the first time for this uh, second guest, special person to my heart. <laughs> it is Kia Douglas. Say hello to the people, Kia. Hey, y'all. And uh, so for this particular podcast, I just want to like, I don't know, motivate y'all a little bit. Get in, just, you know, dabble in the word just a little bit and just talk about... Um, being a new creature and uh, walking in newness, trying new things and the struggle that comes along with um, trying to, I guess, maintain that newness. And so that's what we're going to get into today. Um, So I'm going to just open it uh, open it up to the table and ask like to y'all, like, what does it mean to be like brand new or being a new creature like when you think about that like what does that what does that mean to you or just just defining being new it is um so for me basically when somebody says i'm brand new um into their christian journey it's a total transformation i mean it's a a progressive transformation i would say something that um starts inwardly and comes outwardly and it's um day by day moment by moment it's not something that's going to happen you know just over the night but it's going to be a transformation or a renewing of not just your mind but your heart your desires all the things that are inside of you that is also going to be portrayed out so that's what it means when somebody says you know i'm brand new in this thing Okay, so you asked what does um what does being a new creature mean mm-hmm. to us, like personally? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess um for me it just means like Michelle said, progression. Mm-hmm. Like, um I like the idea of I think of about it as change. Yeah. Like this is how I was, this is how I am now. Yeah. Um, I definitely think of it as something that God does, yeah, as yeah. opposed to what I can do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And I think that that's the crucialest point about it. It's not nothing that we have done that makes us new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing that I think it requires us to be able to be broken in areas it requires our obedience it requires us to actually let go Mm -hmm. and so i think it does require a willingness of us to to break ourselves from what our old self was Mm -hmm. but the whole doing is god Mm -hmm. i don't even it makes sense Mm -hmm. but no it what you said makes absolute sense Mm -hmm. but I don't think we have anything to do with yeah. the the process of being made new. Because if we go back to this, the, the aspect of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. The gospel says that he, you know, he, he um, died for our sins, right? He took sin, right? He paid the price for sin and he imputed us with righteousness mm-hmm. and with his blood. So now uh, God doesn't look at us in like our old filthy rags, but now he views us as the new creatures in Christ Jesus. And it's just like, as long as I continue to keep my faith in Christ Jesus, then it's just like, I'm 
I, I maintain that newness, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, I think our job is truly to continue to grow in faith mm-hmm. rather than this, this aspect of, uh, I got to work to continue to maintain newness. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, did that contradict what you were saying? No, or no, like... no, not at all. It, 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 you know, supplemented what I was saying. It uh-huh. didn't contradict it at all. I think that's what I was getting to, or uh-huh. that's what I was saying, but just probably in a different way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Now, now it's like when you're a believer now, and it's just like all this different stuff is coming at you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm saved, but then it's like, oh, I slip up. Mm-hmm. Like, how how does one continue to, like, hold on to the mentality of the truth that they are still considered a new creature, that they're not this dirty, sinful person? Because I feel like there's this cycle that sometimes we go into in the Christian community where it's like, I'm a new creature, I have this zeal, but then it's just like when I mess up, it's like, nah, I'm a, uh, or it's like I fall once and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And there's this down cycle of like, uh, I'm a dirty sinner. I'm no good. I can't go back, or I can't read, or I uh, I don't feel close, and all this different stuff. And it's just like, um, but none of that changes the fact of our newness. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do we, um, I guess, I guess, maintaining the mindset of the truth of what he like, what he's already done. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll hit that, and and I'll speak on it from a personal um, experience. I think when I fall, I I stay down because I weigh the lie or whatever it is heavier than the truth. And I think if I am fully convinced, if I'm fully persuaded, I mean, I think the Bible has certain verses that says that, you know, I'm fully persuaded that nothing can separate me from God. I think if we identify what the truth is and hound ourselves and constantly beat ourselves with the truth it will demolish all the lies Mm -hmm. like we're just one mindset away from the truth Mm -hmm. like if we fix our mind on the fact of what is true we won't stay down you know i think staying down actually leads us to repentance and it leads us to actually um being convicted Mm -hmm. but i think the truth also allows you to see that you're still loved um so I guess listening to your question, I think that... Now, I'm not trying to come for the church. (laughs) So hear me out. Um, But I think that a lot of times we put, like, a certain standard on people when they come to church. So, like, if you, you know, if you go to church, you know, you you shouldn't be doing this at, you know, on Friday night. Like, Mm -hmm. you you shouldn't be in nobody's bed and, you know, you shouldn't... You should stop doing this. You should stop doing that. And so when we... Um, do it, mm-hmm. it's like, well, dang, I, you know, I messed up and it, it, and that shame comes. Mm-hmm. So like, I bring that up because sometimes, sometimes it, it has a lot to do with like what we think about what the gospel is. So, um, or, or what, like the important, the importance of the gospel. Like I've been watching a series about grace and he talks about, um, he talks about like uh, being. He talks about staying your, keeping your mind on grace because when you focus on sin, you know that sin focus focuses versus God focus. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm talking in circles, but you make absolute sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So um, I guess I just wanted to say like, you know, like that the whole idea of focusing on like 
oh man, I messed up like the fall. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you have to remember that God already knew you were going to mess up. Like God saved you because he knew you were going to mess up. Like it's not like you get saved and now like you got to start working. Like you got to start putting in work. Like you ain't no, ain't no freebies around here. Like, Mm -hmm. no, it's like you get saved and your focus should now be on Jesus and what he did for you. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the sin. Yeah. I think it's important, like what you just said, like you said a key word, and I think it's remembering that you're saved. Like mm-hmm. the saving process is a process that it it can't be taken away from you. Yeah. And if you remember what happens when you're saved, even though you fall, yes. Say I think in all of the saving, he also reminds you you're gonna fall. Mm-hmm. Like you don't yeah. need you're not gonna be saved every single day because I know you're gonna fall every single day. That doesn't mean you're gonna be having to be saved every single day. Once saved, remember the saving power that constantly keeps you. Mm-hmm. You know, so remember what saving does. And I I think that that's that's truly the most crucialist point. I think when it comes to even trying. To do like even from a, like not even looking at from a, a, a spiritual perspective of even yeah. just a natural perspective of saying that okay I want to start going to the gym yeah mm-hmm. but then Monday morning hit six a.m. that alarm clock and it's just like oh I'm tired yeah, yeah. oh I don't think I really want to do it or oh I don't want to you know all these different you know are you know I say I'm gonna you know set a goal and then just like I don't meet it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like even with even with those kinds of things, it's kind of like how do we even uh, is it like how can we how do, how do we switch that into like taking it from like a, from the spiritual side just to a natural sense yeah, of just breaking yeah. it down the simplicity of those things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll speak on it from the gym aspect because I, I still go to the gym, not as much as before, but um, now that I don't. When I go to the gym, I'm like, I still can weigh that. I still can lift that. You know, I still got the muscle for me to be able to lift certain pounds. Mm-hmm. Even though, yes, I'm a little bit like more probably heavier in some areas. But in my mindset, I'm like, I did it before and I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, so I remember how um, how last time I won. Mm-hmm. Like, I won it when I lifted that weight. And so I remember those times. And so um, just being able to remember, like, hey, like, you can still Mm -hmm. do it. You were there before. Go back. Like, just that on a natural sense of taking that and then being, like, bringing it back to the spiritual side. It's like, that's what God requires for us to do. Is in those time periods where it's, like, it's 6 a.m. And the sacrifice is required. Or, like, the, the, the... the the battle of the wills and it's like I have to think on the good things like you know it talks about in Philippians you know whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are a good report it's like sometimes we gotta think about the good things uh, remember, like, even in a relationship, remember, like, that Ratchet Tyler Perry film where, uh, well, not Ratchet, but in, uh, what was it? It was, uh, Why Did I Get Married, right? Uh-huh. And they were mad at their husbands, and Janet Jackson was like, uh, I, I want you to go home and <laughs> write a list. You know, I want you to, on one side, write all the good things that he's ever done. And then on the back side, I want you to write all the bad things he's ever done. And if the good things outweigh the bad, then y'all got to fix this. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think that's just a perfect. You know what? Shut up. Shut up, Kia. Anyways, but it was just like, 
I think that, that that's crucial when it comes to our relationship with Christ is really like what Kia said is really looking at the grace of God, really looking at the beauty of God and really not allowing sin to believe that our fall or the sin tainted what God has put in us. Yeah. And that what and like and that God it says that his grace and his mercies is renewed every morning. So every single day is filled with a flood worth of grace and mercy for you to continue to move on and walk up into the identity that he's called for you to be, which is a son and daughter of Christ. I like that word. You said flood worth. Because, you know, you think about that song. We'd be like, his grace is an ocean. We're all sinking. Do we look like that? Sorry. That's how I be looking at my head. (laughs) But it's just like... If 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 this is the stuff we sing about every Sunday, yeah. then how come when Monday comes, it's kind of like we didn't forgot about all the grace of, of the ocean that we're sinking in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, some of us. Cause I'd be <laughs> okay. like, um, yeah. I messed I'm up. In. <laughs> in <that whole> <laughs> I messed up. Um, okay, we repent mm-hmm. because repent is just simply acknowledging that you did something wrong mm-hmm. and turning away from it, like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to do this no more. Let's do something else with our time, you know. Let's not not masturbate, not, you know, call nobody up for a midnight, you know, service. <laughs> but um yeah, like it's you don't have to stay there. Yeah. My I, my thing is like you don't have to stay where you were. Like yeah. Jesus gave us a new opportunity. The thing about it though is like People know, we even talked about this in church today, people know, like, when they do something wrong. Like, you know when you hurt somebody, you know when you made a decision, whether you go to church or not, you know when you made a decision that benefited you more than somebody else, and you may have hurt them, you know, and whatnot. And so the thing about, that I think is so beautiful about, like, the gospel is, like, the Bible talks about how we now have an opportunity to become a new creature and, and like like we talked about earlier um but also like we we can repent and we can change like mm-hmm. we have like that has been opened up to us to change to get wisdom straight from the lord of lord and yeah. kings of kings like like um to me that's the beautiful part is like now we have like an open door to god mm-hmm. to say hey so like what am i supposed to do like hey like um like help me you know like yeah. the like the holy spirit like help me and so like to me like that is the like that is something that i think we kind of take for granted because we'll sit in shame all day we'll sit in you know condemnation all day but well, ignore the truth. The mm. truth is Jesus said he would never leave you or forsake you. Yeah. The truth is um, there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, what are we doing? You know, mm. it's like you don't have to stay there. You can get up. Mm. And, like, we fall down, but we get up. Okay. <laughs> I think sometimes, like, um, it's hard for people to, like, get out of that resistance to not want to to continue to soak Mm -hmm. because of the fact of the reason that it's going to take too much work. It's going to take too much work for me to have to now think this new way. And then it's going to require, like, honestly, for real, for me, for me, when I'm soaking, I'm like, it's going to require me too much for me to love this person, Mm -hmm. for me to have to get up and think that he's actually really going to do what he, um, he said he's going to do or for my life to really be changed. So I'd rather soak 
like this mm -hmm. and just think that I'm um think like this for this moment because I don't know it gives me some type of power mm -hmm. it makes me feel as if like like everybody look at me this self-pity party you know mm -hmm. and that I'm like the worst of the worst and god you have to do something extravagant now mm -hmm. you know it gives me this mindset of like man look at me god you know when he's like you just want attention Mm -hmm. Get up, do the work you have to do, get up and love the person that you have to love. If you if you say that you're one of my daughters, like really do what you are, what my father is requiring me to do, you know. But sometimes it's just hard for me. To, I'm just like, man, I'm so stubborn sometimes. Maybe it's out of just, you know, laziness or just being stubborn. But I know I just be like. So I have a question. Mm -hmm. So like, do you think also like I totally agree yeah. because some things it's like it's all like. I could get out of this, you know, but hey, it's easier to just stay here. But um, also sometimes, like, do you think that some people don't feel like they deserve grace? Mm. <laughs> like, do I, like, you know, like you talk about the, um, we talk about people in the Bible, like they was never changed by Jesus. Like the woman who was caught in adultery will forever be caught in adultery when we tell that story. Like, even though she's been forgiven. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like the end of the story never happened like Jesus never told her go and sin no more so I think I mean sometimes like if you if you um, rob a bank mm -hmm. um, and you get away with it most people are like hey hey scotch free whatever mm -hmm. if you kill somebody and you get away with it hey scotch free if you kill my mom Oh no, we gonna find you. Like, <laughs> like if if you kill somebody I love, like mm -hmm. you no longer deserve grace. Mm -hmm. Like if you and they and you were to like never get caught, God forbid, you never get caught. Somebody who murders, you know, someone you love, and they never get caught. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that that is okay. I'm just giving an example of like um. If something, it just depends on like the situation where some people deserve grace, some people don't. Mm -hmm. Um and and there's a lot of different examples I could give, but that's probably the more appropriate one. But like, there I mean there are really people who say like things like, "Oh no, you deserve a special place in hell for what you did," mm -hmm. and it's like, "No, we all deserve a special place." Say that again. Like, <laughs> what people in the back? Like, it's like no, but we all deserve a special place. But people don't like if you if you continue to think like no, it's certain things you no, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. If you continue mm -hmm. to think yeah. that, you'll internalize it, yeah. and that shame. Like whenever you do something, either either you're moving pride, and which is no bigger than anything like that, like that's not okay either to move in pride but like either either you're moving pride and and think well it wasn't that bad like i don't have to repent for that yeah. or or i i mean like i don't deserve to be punished for that like it wasn't that bad mm -hmm. or you'll move in self-righteousness and and think um no 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 either you're moving pride or you will move in shame mm -hmm. where it's like no it's terrible i'm a terrible person i don't deserve anything i have to Go work. I have to go work in a church, or I have to go on a mission trip to yeah. to make up for this thing that I've done yeah. that was, you know, so bad. And so it. I mean, it, it hurts everybody. It hurts you even when you continue to think like that. Even when that's that's so far from the truth of who he is. Yeah, that's true. Like <laughs> that's like that's like me working for something that I already got. Yeah. Literally. And it's just like there was something like going off the what like what Michelle was talking about, 
And we were talking about this today in church and even uh, with a with a group of friends of mine about just like how, like for a relationship, we think that we got to get hurt before we experience like, I guess, the, the good part of a relationship or the, the love aspect of it. Or uh, not all of us, but just like... It's, Whoa. <laughs> like for you to- I guess some people think that the beautiful story is after you get hurt. Yeah. Like, the, there's the beauty after the pain. And, like, how we we translate that into God. That when we get into these places of, you know, I'm too far gone. God, now you have to you have to move in the miraculous to bring me back in. Oh. Like, the, like you got to be a prodigal son to be saved. Not even a prodigal like you son. you can't be like, just a son that stay home and is ratchet on, in his heart. Yeah, I'm so there You got to leave. Go, go, you know, with the prostitutes and spend up all your money to actually deserve, you know, to actually need This big party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. No. Yeah, it's kind of like when God and then it was just like being like, okay, that's how I. And then because of our own actions and because of our own will of what we wanted to do, and that's how God had to bring us back in, claiming that to be the experience of God when when all He required was simple obedience. It would have been a whole. It would have been a totally different story. See, the story of Job would have been a totally different story if he would have went the first time. I mean, yeah, Jonah. The story of Jonah would have been a totally different story, right? Totally. If he would have just went the first, the first time. time. And the thing is about that story is that he, at the end, he still had to go. Like, it, it's it's better. It, at the end, you're still going to have to do whatever you're going to have to do in order to get out. <laughs> like, you're going to have to do what he told you to do. <laughs> I think somebody even um, said it yesterday. I was talking to my sister. She was saying that, like, she was talking to her nephew. And every time the nephew does something bad, she's like, I will either beat you and you will do it. Or I won't beat you. But at the end, you will still do it. So at the end, you're still going to do it. <laughs> so that's like going back to your story. Go ahead. Yeah. And so it's just like, that's, the, I think, uh, sometimes our relationship, how we treat God sometimes is they, we, we, we put ourselves into get into these places where God has to allow us to get so full of ourselves that we come crawling back. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, like, in a love relationship, that's not required. Yeah. Because if I love you and you love me... You don't have to get hurt in order for you to feel the love still. Exactly. The love, if, uh, if there's, like, a mutual respect and a mutual love for one another, I'm not going to intentionally go out and make mistakes. Granted, that's not that's not saying that you're not gonna make mistakes, yeah. but I'm just like it's not my intentional heart that if I'm in a relationship with Kia to go out and intentionally hurt Kia, especially if I say I love and respect Kia. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. You know, sometimes, I, like I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I think sometimes it, like sometimes we kind of need those situations. Like sometimes we need to be ate by a whale to yeah. get to understand. Yeah. Like, I guess it's like the seriousness of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like Jonah was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jonah was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, swole up. Um, <laughs> I ain't know it was this, you know. <laughs> like I knew you was God and everything, but I ain't know. I'm sure he was shocked. And I mean, even his prayer when he was in the well, I mean, thank God we got that prayer. So I don't got to get in the well to pray it. <laughs> but yeah. 
Hopefully you go go the first time. Okay, we ain't gotta worry about no because even if we look at the story about like everything that was going on that was in the storm and everything that was going on. Oh boy. Like that well, honestly, that well was a lifesaver. For real, for real. Like, like that well saved his life. No, because for real. he. Was, I don't know if Jonah know how to swim, but his prayer he didn't say I, I was swimming and I was doing good in the storm. No, for real. They was he was he was getting ready to die. Like the storm and everything was going on, and everybody's just like, why is all this stuff? Why is all this calamity happening? And he was just like, the reason why the calamity is happening is because I'm not listening to God. Like, and, and I think a lot of us we know like we know that's the issue we we know why we're in the situation that we're in it's just it's kind of like i don't know the the connection back to being brand new being brand new we need to you need to act you need to act brand new you need to realize who you are um i was gonna actually just say something from what you were just saying like how like when you don't be in the will of god when you know god has told you to do something you will disturb everybody that is around you like you will come into somebody's life and then their life is gonna start um breaking off into shambles because it's like what is wrong with my life not knowing it's because you're not in your um the person that is in your life is not doing what god has called them to do but it's just like a domino effect like you affect other people other than your own life you know Mm -hmm. and not even to make it sound all super deep and super spiritual but like just looking at it as like just in the simplest form of you getting up and you going to work mad now you're Ooh. affecting everybody at the office because your attitude ain't right. But for real, like, I have a story about that. I have been, like, like when I got on this team, like, it was a, you know, it was a good team. I got, like, a new team at work. And I, you know, I started to see some things that I didn't like. And I started to, like, more and more become, like, more negative. Mm-hmm. All my coworkers want to leave the team. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it's, it's not funny at all. Like... I honestly like look around sometimes when I'm at work and like one of my coworkers, it used to be we could go up to each other and talk about anything. Now it's like every time she comes around me, she's like so negative and I'm like, What did I do? Like I did this. Like it wasn't like this before. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You do affect the people around you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we getting delivered today, y'all, on the podcast. <laughs> but it's so but like that's how like that's why I see I always have to like I love when it comes to the things of God, like breaking it down to like literally the simplest things to making it applicable in people's lives. And it's just like literally God's calling us to walk in love and joy and peace and patience and long suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, you know, all of these attributes to love one another, to lift up one another. And any time that we are not moving in that image or moving into the, the those walking in those qualities, we're allowing sin to corrupt us because uh and then the thing about god's newness is it's not touched by time it's not touched by season it's not touched by the storm because think about shoes cars all those different things they they deteriorate the newness like you get a car and once it leaves off the lot it's no longer new the value didn't drop just once you didn't left the lot Literally one hit, but with God's newness, it's like it's eternal. It's, it doesn't dwindle. It doesn't fade. That's the good thing about that. And it's just like recognizing that and His love and what He's and allowing that to continue to work in that and continue to hope for 
And I think that that's faith is continuing to believe, continuing to seek, continue to even though I have this issue with anger or I have this issue with masturbation or pornography or whatever the issue may be. I don't have to go into a whole list. You know what it is. It's just like whatever it is that's holding me back that even though I may see the same cycles, I wake up every morning and I recognize that I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I hope for that one day I'm going to be a master of this thing. I'm not going to allow this to overtake me any longer. And one day I will be a master because that's what he called me to, to be a master of my craft, to be a master of love and joy and dwelling in the fruit of his spirit. And I think the problem comes in is when we lose sight of that and we become blind and then our life becomes, you know, ineffective and unfruitful. But, um... Any last minute? Uh, yeah, I wanted to add about being a new creature and just like, um, I really like the scripture where it talks about God is the potter and I'm the clay. Mm-hmm. And I really like, that's like always my prayer, um, that no matter how much I mess up or anything that, or how much I don't, you know, understand, I think I, I, I definitely find myself frustrated when I don't understand, like mm-hmm. you go to church and you get, like you get saved, you go to church and they're talking about all these things that. You should be like you should be here like you should have the fruits of the spirit and I think sometimes I I really find myself frustrated I used to mm-hmm. um, that I wasn't you know growing or maturing or you know the way that I felt like I was expected to because mm-hmm. you know you're in church now like you can't you can't do what you used to do um, but I I really like pray the prayer um, God you're the potter I'm the clay I'm just gonna trust in you mm-hmm. because. I mean, the reality is he saved me. I didn't save myself. I can pretend like all these all these qualities, the fruit of the spirit, um, praying, fasting, reading your word, like all these things, um, you can anybody can do. Like anybody can go to church and and play the part. Um, but the new creature, um, that's that's what God does. And so, I mean, you can pretend mm-hmm. if you want to. You can that's the life you want to live, you know, by all means. But, um, hey, it, the work is, is it's God's work in you. It's, it's not it's not you um, trying to fit a mold because that's not I, I don't believe that that's God's will is for us to all be the same Christian, you know, like clones. You know, I think I really believe that he it would it would have been a different story in the Bible if that was uh, if that was the case. So, yeah. Last words. Um, Last words. Um, I kind of like what um, Lawrence said in the text message when he texted us about the topic. He was like, literally, um, this whole being brand new creature is something that we have never done before. And it's something that is so new to us. So with anything that is new, you are going to make mistakes because it's so new to you. Brand new, nothing. You have no experience. You're starting (laughs) from the ground up. And so um, just keep that in mind, knowing that you're starting from the ground up, but it's like every day you're getting better at it, you know? And if he's the part of, then he's the clay. Then Mm -hmm. I I constantly believe his hand is, is, is around me. Like his hand is on the clay mm-hmm. you know like you know when the, those potters are doing those little clay things mm-hmm. and the thing is spinning yeah. and then the hand has to constantly be on the clay because with the amount like physics i'm guessing um it like deforms the clay in some way mm-hmm. and the potter's hand is constantly wrapping itself around it yeah. perfecting it into the shape that it wants to um mold the 
the thing into the clay mm-hmm. into and so i think that's believe i believe that's how we are if we are the clay we are constantly being spinned around in this table of life <laughs> and we're constantly being molded and plucked out but his hand is molding us and so how he wants us to be and so um amen yeah and just continue to and since because it's so new it's just like allow the teacher which is the holy spirit to teach you yeah um, when you have no experience for a job or when you're something you've never done before, you connect yourself with mentors and resources to help you. And I think that's when, look, uh, I think what Kia was talking about with the, the prayer, the fasting, the reading your word, the praising, the worship, those things help complement the intimacy that you already have with him. Not I use these things to help um to help uh be like some kind of like check off of I've I've done it for today or I've done it right or now I'm something special because I've done it but it's kind of like those are like the the things that really help um it's kind of like with dating it's kind of like the dates mm-hmm. it's like going on a date don't mean that I love you but it opens the door for levels of intimacy and levels of growth and levels of and those what those some of those things do for us. And um, yes, just continue to allow the Holy Spirit to teach you. And like what Michelle and Kia have iterated, allow the 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 hands of the potter to mold you. I was reading somewhere where it's like it says something along around like the Christ is like the the treasure in the clay, right? And if Christ is the treasure and the clay, um, it was just like they it's like something about like um over time like it's I don't I can't even remember it now, but it was something about like the scripture about the weight of glory. And uh, I just thought about, like, the weight of sin and how Christ took that, yeah. right? And so now if he's taken uh, the weight of sin, but yet there's still some kind of weight, right? And it's called, like, and it talked about, like, the weight of glory. So now, like, the weight that I feel, see, the weight of sin brought condemnation, it brought shame, it brought guilt. But the weight of glory says that everything that the pressure that's being pushed on me is working towards my good. Yeah. And it kind of goes to that scripture that, you know, all things work together for the good of them um, who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So just like continue to allow whatever it is that you're going through to push you closer to him, closer to his image, um, closer to whatever it is that he he's leading you to do. Until you are 100% made new um, and we see him as he is in the end. Amen. Um, This has been another Seat of the Table podcast with your boy Lawrence Green. Um, I'm going to let Michelle, uh, what's your, huh? Do what? You had to tell them where they can follow you and where they can find you. That's what I mean. What you want to Closing prayers. I mean, I knew we in the church. That's what I mean. He usually closes us out. Now he's on a new thing. Okay. okay. I forgot to do it. Brand new things. But he was already a brand new preacher. Hello. I'm so glad we. Uh, where can they follow you? What you got going on? Whatever. Bro. 
find me um, Facebook Michelle Nemo and on <laughs> and Instagram um, written.scripts You can find me on Instagram, Kro K-A-R-O, dot Kia, K-Y-A, um, and that's it. Don't, don't, don't add me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't trying to be found, y'all. Anyways, uh, thank, uh, thank you, Kia, for um, being a guest. You were awesome. Hey. Thanks, Michelle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you know I love you, Michelle. Thank you too, Michelle. Um, yeah, y'all. We out. Oh, sorry. Um, and don't forget to follow me at King Since Birth. At King Since Birth on IG. Uh, follow the um, uh, new uh, IG page uh, at True Light Productions. Uh, T-R-U-L-I-T-E Productions um, And for more creative content That's getting ready to come out Also don't forget to uh, like Comment and uh, share On Apple Podcasts SoundCloud and Google Music Play Alright Peace